Well, hello again, Coco lovers. Corinne and Corinne here, and this is the Hot Coco Show. What's up, Co? Oh, my heart is beating so fast today. What's what going on? The hell? Um, I think that we haven't recorded in two weeks because I was out of town in Asheville, North Carolina, where I did not get to see Corinne because crazy. she started out with bronchitis and I ended with the stomach virus. So... We, in one week, I didn't get to see Corinne while I was there. And I'm really upset about it. Me too. You were in Asheville. We were supposed to do our first ever in-person recording together, which would have been really fun. Mm -hmm. But obviously it wasn't aligned in the hot cocoa universe to make that happen. It's fine. I don't like to be the person to say cliche things like everything happens for a reason, but everything happens for a reason. I guess so. I guess my reasoning was I had to be hurling over the toilet in North Carolina. Uh, that really rough. sucks. I do like your mug though. Thank you. It's the Hot Cocoa Show mug. And I ordered one for both Corinne and I. And I love seeing our little faces in the kitchen in the morning on the cup. That could be our first merch play. Yeah, let's do it. We can sell our Hot Cocoa mugs. Our mugs on a mug. <laughs> I like it. Alrighty. I really wanted to give a few shout outs to... Our listeners who have been leaving amazing comments. 100%. Thank you so much. Cat lover 1111 said, my favorite ladies, it's like we're besties and I'm on the phone with them. Love it. Can't wait to hear more. Love you, cat lover 1111. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have any more over there that we could read? Yeah. I did get some constructive criticism over the weekend from two very good friends, one being male, one being female. Interesting. And they both had a similar perspective on this, but they both felt that they didn't say that they think we're defending things. But in other words, like we love it. Just, just like stop even second guessing anything that you're saying or doing uh, on both of you, mm -hmm. yours and my ends. And so we are getting it. Yeah. Both ends over here today. <laughs> Fun Friday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep it light. Well, it's interesting because we've talked a lot about that, how we feel scared. We started posting episodes after we did, I think it was like our 18th recording. Mm -hmm. We had recorded a lot to get into our flow before we actually even started posting episodes. Months and months of really hard work and dedication on both Corinne and I's ends. Just, just, yeah. this is not just like a grab and go podcast. This requires mm -hmm. a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot of heart and a lot of balls, to be honest, because if we want to get requires a lot of vagina, you know, vagina you is very strong, much go. stronger <laughs> than a set of balls. Balls are very sensitive. A vagina can uh, take a beating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that we, I, I, you know, I thought about this, these comments a lot because I like good and bad uh, criticism. So I took this one in and I said to myself, you know what? Yes. However, I agree that we definitely want to own everything we talk about and everything we say. But we wouldn't be keeping it real if we didn't tell you that just like every other person on the entire planet, we also have things that were, I don't want, I don't know if insecure is the right word or just overthinkers. I post mm -hmm. a lot on Instagram about being an overthinker that I am 1000% an overthinker. So like 
that's just part of who I am. I think and think and think and think. I can't shut off my brain unless I am at a club dancing. And that Mm -hmm. is why I love to dance because I can shut off my brain. That we did post, but... I am feeling more comfortable now, especially, I mean, shit, episode nine, talking about free, I, I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I was so, I, embar- I was so nervous to publish that episode. Listen, like, what I the have fuck kids. are we doing? I get you, girl. It's not just me riding solo. Like I think about everybody in my family, yeah. but at the end of the day, this <laughs> is something that I just really fucking love. And mm-hmm. I really am blocking out that noise. Mm-hmm. I will take in constructive criticism a hundred times over, but I also am keeping it real and not everything is comfortable to discuss, but we love keeping an open segue to dialogue to new topics and new things that we want to discuss and things that we get deep and listen guys we're on this planet one time live it how you want it ride out how you want and corinne and i decided collectively that we love to do this and we want to help you guys we want to help you girls we want to help you people we want to (laughs) help thank you you. i was just about to give you shit for (laughs) i know you were we're, like we're northerners at heart so that's (laughs) i grew up saying you guys You You guys. guys. But you know what else I say is, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that I live in the South, I've been starting to say y'all. That's my new thing. I say y'all now. So in case you didn't notice. Yes, you are Mm -hmm. living in the South. And y'all means all. I got a little called out in Asheville. You did? Why? What happened? I think I, again, might take the vibe vampire title. Oh, shit. You get the vibe (laughs) vampire a lot, actually, in these episodes, I've realized. You know what? I've realized more and more that Miami is a certain vibe and to live here is intense. And I, I guess there's things in other places that I don't realize the faster paced lifestyle uh, here, that city light, that that yeah. rude, a little rude. I don't know. I Fast, don't mean quick, it. Go, 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 Quick, go. quick, quick. So yeah. I was looking, I went to a restaurant in Asheville and I was ordering something, but I was like <laughs> with my kids and I'm just like looking up the menu on my phone and I didn't look up to greet the person. Shame on me. Okay. It's shameful. Very it's rude. rude. Straight up rude. <laughs> I this is great apologize. because this is our shadow side and we're going to be talking about shadow work today. Yes, so I here we go. I have a lot of shadow work. And I've, I've realized the podcast is helping us discover our shadow side. We're doing shadow work by having the podcast. Anyway, right. keep going. Correct. Sorry. So anyways, I noticed, I, I thought about, and I looked up and the person like, oh, hello. Like, you know, like, hi. <laughs> and I realized in that moment, I was a major a-hole and I'm just not used to the whole, like everywhere we went. Being nice. <laughs> I, I guess. Well, you know what? There's just, it's so fast here. You're like it's doing 20 things at once. And over there, everybody was much slower paced. And I'm in a rush, even when I have nowhere to fucking go, that's that important. I'm just, I live in that constant state of rush, which I actually discussed in therapy yesterday. And apparently that is a trauma response. So (laughs) I see that. I can see that. Diving right in today. Diving right in. Yeah. But before we go deep, 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 I do want to shout out to these amazing reviews. So yes. Back on topic. <laughs> Back on topic. Alacrity or Alacrity 5. I'm sorry if I don't pronounce that correctly. Five stars. Just started listening. Amazing conversations. Thank you so much. Aww. Every time you read one out, I'm going to cry. Like I already felt I, like I was going to cry. Wipe that tear because there's a few more good ones. <laughs> 
OWAG35, my morning Ooh. is never complete without my hot cocoa show in parentheses. Such a great yeah. listen. So raw and real. They say the things most of us are thinking. Listen and you will be hooked too. Thank you so Aww. much. That is amazing. That's some deep shit right there. That is deep shit. It really hits us in the, the heart feels. Well, I'm glad that I'm saying things that people are embarrassed to say, mm-hmm. but I have, I've been accepting the fact that I'm putting it out there and it's rough and I Mm -hmm. overthink it all the time, but I'm doing it. We're doing the damn thing. So we're here. Uh, Purple People Eater. I have yet to find a show. Yeah. I've yet to find a show where two friends just talking can really feel authentic and relatable. This show has easily filled that void in my life. Feeling like this has sisters telling you their life stories vibes as a Gen Z woman. Love this and excited to keep listening and eventually buy merch. Hee hee. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Purple People Eater. That is so sweet. Nikola Orsinov. Absolutely amazing. Please, you need to listen to this. Thank you for that motivation. I love that. That's a call to action. I appreciate that. Lur Austin. Corinne, I've been following you since the Threadbanger days, and it's wonderful to hear you and Corinne just talk about life. Looking forward to more episodes and maybe merch. Nice. Boom. I mean, hey, everything Solid. aligns, doesn't it? It all totally. aligns. Last one here, Vasilia B. I absolutely love this podcast. You're doing a great job, ladies. Aww. Shout out. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, everyone. It really means so much. It's hard to put into words because... It's something, it's like creating a shape out of Play-Doh. We don't really know what's happening. We're just kind of feeling our way through, discovering things about ourselves, discovering things about the process. And, you know, you start with zero people listening. It's so cool to be starting to get the feedback and the comments and the suggestions. It's just so heartwarming. Yeah. Those are some of the ones on our, you know, on our Apple podcasts. Uh, There's a few more in other areas. And we just really, 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 really want to thank you for supporting us and understanding what this journey is all about. Because I've been saying it a lot to people in my neighborhood. I said it a couple times. Now I'm backing off. I'm pulling I'm pulling back the reins because I've now said it. I've now put it out there. And at this point, it's there. If you want to listen to it, listen to it. So I am extremely, extremely grateful for the people that are getting where we're going with this. So shout out. You brought up Apple Podcasts and that reminded me, I have a little list here. I wanted to go over our analytics a little bit for the analytics nerds out there. So you mentioned Apple Podcasts. We get 57% of our listeners are from Spotify. 26% are from Apple Podcasts. And then it goes, it drops significantly. And then we have 4% on Google, 4% on Anchor, which actually is now Spotify Podcasts. And then 9% on other, which would be CastBox. Hold on, let me just pull it up real quick because I want people to know where they can listen. So the other ones would be CastBox, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, and you can also get the RSS feed. So we're the, we're pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen in your favorite place. But the favorite place seems to be Spotify so far. So shout mm-hmm. out to Spotify. Also, shout we started out. doing, people might be noticing that we started doing ads. There's, I did the first host red ad and that will be coming up in the beginning of episodes if you listen on Spotify and the other platforms. 
But if you subscribe, you not only get the extended cuts of the episodes, you also get them without ads. So that is another reason to subscribe. Speaking of the subscribers, I want to give a shout out to our very first subscriber, Brooke. Thank Yay. you so much. That's fucking crazy. Corinne was like, I don't understand. Yeah, sure. You can turn that on. I don't know why people would do this. I'm like, I'm telling you, people will. And it really means a lot to us that you're supporting us, not only with your earbuds, but with your your money buds. You know what I mean? That's real shit right there. Just one other lane in that whole, are we second guessing ourselves? Are we this mm-hmm. and that? As you can see, Corinne and I do live very, very different lives. We like to call ourselves yin and yang, and Mm -hmm. it truly is what it is. And it just solidifies how unique friendships can be and how you don't need to be exactly the same as another person. And we really promote being your own brand, being your own self. You want to weird it out, weird it out. Like we just, no judgment zone, like Mm -hmm. be you, do you. Stay in your lane, and that's when you attract the <laughs> but see, right. People. I'm like, no, don't stay in your lane. Color outside the lines. <laughs> Be crazy. Make a U-turn. Fuck a lane. Where we're going, we don't need roads. My point being <laughs> that it's okay to be different than another person. It's okay yes. to have different views and different perspectives. And at the end of the day, we're full of love and peace. It's all love, baby. It's all love. Yeah. And I really, I really feel that in a deep way. I know we talked about it. I think it was like episode eight or something. Maybe the love episode. What's love got to do with it? Yes. I really feel that in the depths of my soul. I don't want to be a toxic positivity person, but I really feel at my core, if I go at things with love instead of fear, I feel much happier and I feel like I'm actually adding better energy into the universe. What is toxic? I always, I keep hearing that term Mm -hmm. and I want to know exactly what it is. Let me just look it up real quick so I can give you the exact. Because I, it's so funny. It's like all these terms that just Mm -hmm. come up into the world and you like gaslighting. It's a new one. It's a new one. Yeah, it's a newer one. So when those, when those words come up and those trends come out, I do like to stay up to date with the exact meaning. Okay. Toxic positivity. Noun. The excessive and ineffective overgeneralization of a happy, optimistic state across all situations. The process of toxic positivity, toxic positivity results in the denial, minimalization, and invalidation of the authentic human emotional experience. So it's basically like saying everything happens for a reason. It is what it is. Is that one of it them? It is what it is. Things, my husband yes. always says that to me. It could be worse. Is that it could be kind worse. of worse? See, that's it. Yes, it could be worse. Okay. Sometimes people just want you to listen right. to what is going on in their lives without right. offering any shit like that because right. it sucks. You know, when someone dies or you lose your job or whatever happens in life that sucks, you're allowed to feel that. You should feel that. You should feel the hurt and the suckiness of life, you know? Yes, agreed. Well, also in episode nine, we were talking a lot about mental health. And I really want to reiterate that sometimes you need drugs. Sometimes it's not fixable with meditation. So whatever it is you got to do, it's all good. I used to think oregano oil fixed everything. And then I saw what happened to Rob in the hospital. 
and just the shit they could do to bring him back to life. I was changed forever. I'm like, all right. <laughs> There's something Chemicals really amazing work. about Western medicine. It yes. is true. It was People wild. devalue it because in certain situations, it's like you feel like you could devalue it until it's you that's in that room that needs to be fucking saved and you do what you got to do. So I'm with you, girl. I am with you. Yeah. So, oh my God, it just blew my nose and my ear popped. So I'm like, oh, I can, oh, hear, no, I can hear everything. <laughs> I'm also kind of fucked up too, because I had to take some cop syrup. They gave me oh, like hydrocodone. <laughs> I'm drinking is the that what syrup right is? now. Is that what so, that is? I don't know. I think scissorp's just like NyQuil. Now, let me look it up. Scissorp. You spell that little bad boy. <laughs> Fun Friday, people. Hold on. Sis. Fun Friday. How would you spell it? S. I'd spell S it sipping on some scissors. You know that song or no? <laughs> Listen, like, I may yeah. have pulled my neck this morning, but I'm not dead. Okay. <laughs> I will give you a little bit of negative feedback. I've noticed uh, in a few episodes, you keep calling yourself an old, which I, I don't feel old. like that. I'm feeling old today. You are I'm, no, you are not. I just no, had you an MRI not. on my back. I have so fucking, what? I had an MRI when I was 20. Big deal. I have arthritis in my back. Oh, have, woe is me. I pulled my neck. Come on. I'm drinking I pulled scissor. my back out when I was 18. <laughs> I mean, it has nothing to do with it. You fucking sneeze See, wrong. You could pull this your is back. toxic positivity, people. <laughs> really? I think it's positive reinforcements. There and kind of like I think well, it's we'll kind of like poll. this should be our poll for the week. Is that toxic positivity or positive reinforcement okay reinforcement listen to me. sounds a little aggressive by the way my stepfather okay here we he's go Cuban. trauma response trauma response. no this is great <laughs> i want to let you in on something uh-huh when i would be like i remember in the college times whatever you want to call it college um times. college times yes people i would come that home. people will know that term if they subscribe and listen to the extended <laughs> cut of episode nine. <laughs> I would come home from South Beach late night and I would just start puking for like the next five hours. And yeah, you're a puker. You've always been My a puker. mom would be like, oh, maybe somebody slipped them drugs or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then That's he's what like, it is. And then he'd be like, you want another Bacardi and Coke? Why don't you drink another Bacardi and Coke? Oh my God, he would fuck with me so hard. <laughs> And as I'm puking, that definitely made me feel better than like my mom, like being all like worried about if I was going to die and shit, you know? So I will say tough love in my mind is a little good in my mind. I like a little tough love. I think it's healthy. I think even this past week when I, I thought I was literally going to die with that stomach bug and my husband just like brought me a banana and he's like, you'll be fine. Just blah, blah, blah. Like just that, like that strong... (sighs) You know, that like this is a good point. I actually got into a fight with Rob about this one night ago. And I got so <laughs> one mad. Ago. One night ago. One I night got... ago. <laughs> I'm drinking I'm I'm on hydrocodone scissor. I my brain's not working properly. I can only hear out of one ear. I'm, I'm a doctor says I need a bagiotomy. Anyway, um, so Rob and I were in bed and I was lamenting about my chest still hurting from the bronchitis. And I'm like, ah, I just don't feel good. My chest is hurting. I think I have lung cancer and I'm going to die. Oh, gosh. He's like, all right, that's ridiculous. And he's, he starts going on like, you probably you've been working out. You probably just pulled your chest muscle. I'm like, <laughs> I have breasts, first of all. Like, it's different. I don't 
It's inside. It's inside. It's in my lung. Okay. I'm like, I don't, you're just making up things that don't make sense. And it, it makes me mad when he does that. He just like makes up shit. He doesn't even have anything. He has no knowledge to back it up. He's not a doctor. <laughs> he hasn't fucking Googled it. Nothing. And I'm like, I started getting annoyed. Like sometimes you just want to hear, I know it's scary. You're going to be okay. Like, we'll we'll get it figured out. It's going to be okay. It's probably not lung cancer. Something like that. Not don't make up baseless fucking claims that you have no backing. Oh, God, it drives me crazy. So I got so mad that I left the bed and I slept in the second bedroom. Oh, it was one of those. And then we almost didn't talk all day and we had to have a, a like a real serious chat. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. The scissor <laughs> is making you a little sensitive. Um, Maybe, maybe that is what it is. Did you look it up? What is yeah. it? I finally figured out how to spell it, by the way, which is S S I Z Z U R P. So that's scissor. That. Exactly Scissorp. how it sounds. Scissor purple punch. No, that's an actual thing you can buy. Wild. That's a liquor. You can buy scissor purple punch liqueur. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's an intoxicating beverage made by adding cough syrup containing codeine and promethazine to a carbonated soft drink consumed as a recreational drug. His fondness for scissor was really an addiction to codeine. <laughs> so <laughs> mine has hydrocodone. So I think it's different. I think Rob was really just trying to diffuse your anxieties. It and help. They're it really... makes it worse though sometimes. It makes it I, worse. I sometimes. feel you because sometimes I'm like, is he dismissing just... all of my health problems? Like, yes, I, get I could you be dying. That. I could be I dying. Get... Yes. Maybe I need to go to the emergency room. <laughs> but but I will tell you again, when I fainted one time and they called oh, my God. parents and my stepdad came. There was my mom who was like New Yorker, like anxiety ridden. And then like my stepdad came and he's it's like, he's not like a, I don't know what the word is. Not like a feelings type of person. You know, he, <laughs> he just came and he's like, you're, you're right. You good. You fine. I'm like, he's like, get up. Come on. Let's go. Like that kind of like keep going. Not making type a of... big deal about it. Like yes. I appreciate that in yes. a certain degree. Like you're going to yes. be fine. It's not a big deal. Get over it. You're not dead. You're going to be fine, kid. Shake it off. Yeah. But I do I'm, appreciate that. In I'm being ways. honest with you that in those moments was actually it eased my comforts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like when I was in labor for the first time and I'm having these fucking crazy contractions. Oh that just yeah. made me like my brain exploded. I forgot you've like actually had three kids out of my body. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Things out of your strong ass. <laughs> it blows my mind yeah, 24 crazy. hours a day. But um, yes, I was in labor and the doctor's not there yet. It's four o'clock in the morning. I mean, my contractions are like a minute apart. And I hear my mom from the hallway, like, where's the doctor? We need the doctor. And I'm like, mother, chill. You need to relax right now. Okay. Yep. She was looking out for her daughter, which I of get course. it. Of course. That first time I didn't let her in the room to watch the birth experience. Oh, really? I, I was just me and hubby. I just yeah. like, I was in this like Zen state of mind. I was just like, not. Yeah. I would have wanted that too. I would not. Nah, no. Nah. But by the third one, legs spread eagle. Like my mom was like pulling that baby out with me. Like we, like I just was kind of like. <laughs> Did All she right, help you pull, the... pull the baby well, out? Well, I pulled the baby out and then. <gasps> like Courtney, and Courtney she Kardashian? I did. Holy I pulled the Courtney K. Wow. Yeah, pulled the baby out and then she cut the cord. Wow. And we then recently, video. do you have video of this? Like well, Courtney K or? Well, recently <laughs> I was scrolling through my iPhone and you there was it? me spread eagle with no. a head coming out. 
I scrolled by that thing so quick. Thank God I'm already done having kids because I really... Was it traumatizing a little? I mean, let's put this into perspective. A head is coming out of your vagina. No. So like... No. Yeah. No. I mean... I don't even like a tiny head of a penis <laughs> like... going in. So it's... um, I can't imagine anything coming out of it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> It's, I have to tell you, it is one of the most incredible experiences, but it's effing crazy. Wow. <sighs> on that wow. note, because we only have a limited time on these recordings and we could go on forever and ever, especially since I'm on the scissor, I have no concept of time. So <laughs> I think we need to move it along to the viewer suggested topic of the week. Yes. And this is a really good one. This is from Tonks which I love that name, by the way. It says, hey, ladies, I wanted to know how you feel about shadow work and self-help type things. I'm really trying to do some shadow work for myself, but it's hard because I can't afford a therapist to help. Do you have any suggestions for someone who can't afford help? What do you guys do when you want to work on improving yourself mentally and spiritually? Love the podcast so far. It's fun and I love your chemistry. Keep up the awesomeness. Yay. Mary. Shout out. Thank you. Shadow work is working with your unconscious mind to uncover the parts of yourself that you repress and hide from yourself. This can include trauma or parts of your personality that you subconsciously consider undesirable. Anyone can do shadow work on their own. Great. Okay. Continue. So I'm afraid of the dark. That was the first thing. So I heard the term shadow work because like toxic positivity, and gaslighting, it became a very popular thing a couple years ago that the term was thrown out a lot. And I started seeing a lot of my more metaphysical type thinking friends talking about doing shadow work. And just the name alone scared me enough that I didn't even Google what it was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I really appreciate the topic suggestion because it forced me to Google it. Like, oh, right. it's not as scary as I thought it was. But I found this article that I thought was really interesting because it talks about the shadow work and gives some suggestions. But it also puts it in the the lens of being a public figure and an influencer online. And since we're doing this podcast, now we're technically public influencers. So I thought it was a good lens to read it through. I'm going to send it to you because, all right, let me just, I'll try to get through it. This is from Medium, medium.com. And the title is Shadow Work, Bring Your Full Potential to Light in Three Exercises. If you've heard of the phrase shadow work all over the internet, you're not alone. I actually really like this analogy. The ancient Greeks recognized the need to respect all parts of the psyche. For them, these parts were worshipped as autonomous gods and goddesses. They knew that the god or goddess that you neglected became the one who turned against you. So I kind of like that way of describing why the Greeks came up with so many gods and goddesses. Hmm. Anyway, so it says, any part we reject within us turns against us. The personal shadow represents a group of these rejected parts. So staying unconscious of the shadow side or the shadow self hurts our relationships and our business. That is why it is important to learn about what shadow work is and what exercises we can do to better ourselves. So it goes on. You can read the article. We'll post it. We'll post it yeah. on our Instagram. I just want to read one last thing from this because um, there's two really important things. So mm -hmm. Carl Jung. Oh, that's is... the one I was just going to say. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Carl uh -huh. Jung is a famous psychiatric, psychiatric. <laughs> I practice this word. Psychiatrist. I already practiced this word 10 times because I knew I was going to fuck it up. 
up. It's called psychiatrist. So he's a famous psychiatrist and psychoanalyst. And this is the quote. How can I be substantial if I do not cast a shadow? I must have a dark side also if I am to be whole. So it goes on to tell you some stuff you can do. There is one caveat at the very end. And I think this relates to Mary's question. It says, please note, shadow work exercises should not be undertaken if you struggle with low self-esteem. When you are ready to explore your emotions, feel free to ask for help from professionals and take steps towards self-healing and self-development. When you have to ask for help from professionals, though, that usually costs money. Right. And that's upsetting. Like, we don't have enough resources for mental health in this country. <laughs> and again, that's a whole other topic. But so, yeah. How do you feel I mean, about that? I yeah, well, I feel like there's a lot of different, there is a lot of times like little groups that you can find, or there's a ton of articles online, or sometimes if I'm in certain situations where I'm feeling anxious, I also need to budget. You know, I finally found somebody under my insurance that was cost effective that I like. So I'm able to do that twice a month, not every week, not every day, whatever, you know, but I do other things by reading books and reading articles and the same person, Carl Jung, popularized the idea of the shadow self or inner shadow. He defined it in the collective unconscious with eight different types. So there's self, the center of your personality or psyche, your conscious awareness. There's shadow, the dark and emotional aspect of your psyche. Anima, an image of an ideal, idealized woman that draws people into their feminine side. Animus, a part of you that has the capacity for reflection and self-knowledge. Persona, the mask you wear to show the world while you protect your inner self. That's a good one. Hero, a part of your psyche that can overcome evil and destruction. Wise old man, a personification of the self that contains your wisdom. Trickster, a childish, a childish part of your psyche that needs gratification. Then he said, for example, say that you are often teased for being talkative as a child, which this is actually very funny, but uh, believing that you talk too much, you start retreating within weighing every conversation to see if you quote unquote, did it again. One day someone makes an innocuous comment while you're preparing for a presentation. Be careful not to put too many words on that slide and you're furious. So basically it's, it's showing you that things that have happened in your life really affect how you grow and continue to grow in your lifespan. And it, it goes back to us talking about the noise and worrying about what people think and things like that. So I think that it's time to start. It, this is my fit vibes talking. My work that I, because I have so many anxieties, it's by fitness, it's by reading, it's by dancing, listening to music, it's by being in nature. Even if you just go sit outside and enjoy the fresh air, the sounds of the birds, you know, things like that. Then when I'm feeling extra anxious, I find things on Spotify sometimes like, you know, there is um, a few different five minute, 10 minute meditations. If I'm in the middle of the day, right before I'm about to do something crazy, I take those five minutes. Another thing that I started doing was taking small rests under 20 minutes. I lay there. I almost reprogram my whole self and kind of be able to conquer the new things. And then on top of all that, trying to start becoming more in tune with what your body needs, um, what you're putting inside of your body. Are you drinking enough water? Are you eating enough, you know, fruits and vegetables or things that make you feel good inside? And, you know, those are small little things that you can do that don't cost you 
you know, let's just say an actual number, you can budget how much fruit or vegetables you buy, or, you know, those, those apps are free or the things on Spotify are free. You're listening to music or reading. All those mm. things are things that you can do. Those are things. That's a great point. That's a great point. The free available things on Spotify through podcast mm -hmm. that there are psychiatrists and therapists who mm -hmm. do free podcasts on Spotify yep. that could be very helpful. Yeah. And even That's if you're point. not su super, like not every, some people think meditation is super hokey and it's just like not their vibe. But I, love it. I get it because my mind keeps racing even while I'm saying, oh, my back. Or, oh, I got to go the do practice. this. That's what right. happens to everyone. That's part of the mm -hmm. practice. That's human. The human experience is that right. your mind is going to keep going back to whatever it is you got to do today. And whatever you're worried about, that thing you said in third grade, that was super embarrassing. The trauma mm -hmm. that starts it all. And that's the practice is, okay, I'm very gently going to bring myself back to breathing and counting, focusing on my breath with love and understanding that I'm human and my brain is going to wander. Right. And also part. it's interesting because it's so aligned. I always say this, our topics with my week always, and I didn't know what topic Corinne was bringing today, but I did in therapy yesterday, explain how anxious I've been feeling lately. I've been feeling overly anxious. I think too many articles have popped up on my phone about certain things that are There's going so on in the world. There's so much shit going on. It's, it's so much shit. And then, you know, I speak to a lot of people. I'm a talker. So I, I've spoken to a lot of people. And <laughs> she said to me, why don't you try to start eliminating, I'm not saying completely nix people, but eliminating things that are triggers that are bringing on these anxieties. This morning, I had a phone call with a friend. We were both feeling super anxious. We probably should not have been on the phone. One of us should have hung up and, and said, it's time for me to go. Here's another cliche statement. Mm -hmm. Is it misery loves company? Yes. Mm -hmm. And energy is a real thing. And I'll give you an example. Another example. Last week, I had a birthday party. It was a beautiful day. It was an amazing day. And I didn't want to ruin it by talking to anybody about personal shit or Aww. about anything. That's sad. <laughs> I was, no, but, but wait, it? listen, there's sometimes you talk to people and it can become a negative situation. And I didn't want to ruin the most. I was like, I was out on the ocean. It was a sure. beautiful oh. boat day. It was just sick. It was amazing. And I met this girl who I've never met in my life. And she was controlling the music on, oh, on the boat. Here we go. And <laughs> oh, wow. She was like a soul sister in that moment. I was like, girl, I am feeling your vibe. I am matching your energy. And we just started dancing in our own zone. No, wasn't even paying attention to a single other person. I was in a personal zone and I loved it. That's a top moment right there to be on a boat top in moment. the middle of the fucking top ocean. moment. The Listen weather was picturesque. Music. Yeah. She played this Rufus DeSoul inner bloom. If you've ever heard that song and in that five to eight minutes, however long that song lasted, was one of the best five to eight minutes of my month. Because it was just like, huh. I don't know. It just felt like when you move your body and you're listening to music and you're in nature or whatever, it doesn't obviously have to be on a boat in Miami, which obviously helps a little bit. Yes, it does. <laughs> it was very fun. <laughs> but it was a, a special birthday for somebody. All right, new poll. How many of our listeners have ever been on a boat in Miami? It's funny. My husband was saying, like, do you realize that people 
all over the world don't get to experience something like this. And I am so sorry for taking it for granted as it being part of being brought up in Miami. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's culture or destination. You know, you live here, like boating is like, it's an outdoor culture. It's like, it's the Miami culture. People are used to Mm -hmm. being on a boat. Like you're used to the the water. water. We're by the water. That's exactly. Yeah. And if you don't, obviously I don't own a boat. You have friends that have nice boats. You will know somebody that has a boat at some point. That's the whole point of having a boat too, is inviting your friends on and be like, come on my boat. It was a blast. (laughs) I, I thought about this a lot and I actually talked to my husband about it after I was like, did you notice that I barely spoke to anybody while we were on that boat? And I met this random person. She was vibing. I was vibing. We were feeling the mood and that's really what I want to do. Yeah. And I didn't like feel that I had to cater to people or fill in the empty space with words or you know, be the social butterfly. I just didn't, I, I'm, I'm really working on listening to my inner self and what is that? Well, I get, I'm really happy she brought this up because I I think it's very interesting. Yeah. I I really feel like the podcast again is like a form of shadow work because we're really exploring some things we would not normally talk about, about ourselves. It's shit I normally would never say. <laughs> right. Like, again, the Freon story. I would never bring that up normally. Um, well, maybe but... you would bring it up, but maybe not in front of thousands of people. I mean, right. maybe I mean, maybe millions. one, two we people. We have millions listening. No, millions. <laughs> Billions. Billions of listeners. Billions of listeners. They're all the <laughs> officials. <laughs> By the way. When we get to 100,000 plays on our podcast, Corinne is going to wear a very cute pair of Crocs out in Asheville, out to a nightclub in Miami. Yeah, right. Come on. Not even on the boat. Would you wear them on the boat? Um, sure, because they made us take the shoes off and leave them at the person's house. No, and that's not fair. That. Nope. Oh, not acceptable. Gosh. All right. All right. Uh, listen, I I can't apologize for it. It's how I feel. And if we're going to keep you things don't have real. To apologize. They're ugly as shit. I, really? Because a lot of people love them. I have my house Crocs. I'm not taking them out in the public anymore. I used to back in the day. I know you hated them, but I was a pioneer. <laughs> no one had Crocs when I was wearing them back in the I day. I love that you stay true to who you are. I was discussing this with a friend of mine, how I started giving compliments out lately. Like I've always been a complimentary person. You were doing the homework? Uh, Yes, I was doing my own homework. And Mm -hmm. I, it's unbelievable how you can make somebody light up. And the thing is, when I was talking to a friend about it and she said to me, that by the time she thinks to tell somebody a compliment, it's already like, it's kind of like her brain didn't mm. process it quick enough and it's like too late. And then it's like, maybe she gets in the car and she's like, wow, she looked really cute today. Or, oh, you know, I liked her shirt or whatever. But she never verbalized it. The practices lead with the compliment. So anytime right. you start with the compliment. So you start yeah. with the compliment and that changes the air of the whole interaction. Changes the whole air. And that's another part I think I don't know much about shadow work, but I know I I do work a lot on myself and every single day of my life, I am striving to try to be better than I was yesterday. It, however I can do it. And obviously you want to stay real to who you are, but we're all, why can't we all be on like equal playing field? Lots to unpack with the even playing fields. 
statement because for so many reasons people are not on an even playing field and that's where toxic positivity comes in because you know you could have someone let's just say a person of color woman trans woman they're not on an even playing field i know what you're no i know what you're saying but i i guess where i'm trying to come from is we're all human and that's what I mean when I say it's an equal playing field. We're born and we die. And it's basically that fucking simple. Like we're we're coming to earth and we're all going to fucking leave. Tell the lady that you saw that she has cool nails or are you saying you like my nails? I do. <laughs> Shout out to Caitlin. Thank you, bitch, for my badass bitch nails. <laughs> they are cool. Thanks. Um, but that's what I'm trying to say is that I, I think. That yes. And, and it really makes you feel good when you realize like sometimes you're hating on somebody because you're feeling like shit. So you're exactly. like, oh, oh let yeah. me fucking hate on that person because I'm not having a good day. So they can't have a good day either. Well, F that let's try to turn that vibe around and let's try to not lead with that. And if you're having a shit day, try to compliment somebody and see if that changes your mood. Maybe it does change your mood. We experience that a lot on YouTube with the comment section because you can be so anonymous and we would get terrible comments really mm -hmm. mean shit. And we would have to tell ourselves that person's having a bad day, right? It's not about us. It's about them having a bad day. The comment still hurts. But they're coming from a place of hurt. And then when you would write back to them something nice, they would actually, it would like diffuse them. Totally. And they would say stuff like, oh, I don't even know why I left that comment. I'm sorry. It was wild. <laughs> hurt and people hurt happens. people. Yes. Hurt people hurt people. Another cliche statement. Mm-hmm. That is something that I've realized and I have been guilty myself of doing that. Me too. And we all have. and I apologize. Happened yes. with my kid yesterday. Uh, I said something. Yeah, hardest. it's fucked up. I apologized and I'm human. I make mistakes all the time. Um, but Can I'm really I want to know what it was. I can't no, really tell you what it was. Shadow work. Well, shadow work. no, basically <laughs> the point was, is that I picked on something about her because it was something a kid picked on me about. Ah. So I was trying to help her with it, but it was you picking on her instead of the kid. It was me picking on her this is it, some shadow to try work to protect right her to get picked on or whatever. I see. And yeah, it's messed up. But I, you know, quickly realized that parenting is it's very hard I can't even I don't always have the answers and I'm growing with my children at the same time that they're growing and every year I learn and grow more and every year they learn and grow more and I'm doing my absolute best I'm sure they're gonna have some fucking trauma in 20 30 years that I did to them and I am sorry that is not my vibe Aww. or my goal <laughs> but I'm learning you know I mean it is a very hard job that you have and I think it's so honorable I obviously chose not to do it because I was too afraid because of my past trauma I was like nah <laughs> I can't I don't want to do it I don't want to pass my try I haven't dealt with my shit I don't want to pass it on to these kids because that's what my it's, parents yeah to me. it's hard but what uh -huh. I'm starting to realize also is like like again in in the therapy session it's learning that I can't take on all the world mm. problems I can't take on all of these things 
-hmm. And, but what I can do is I can stay present and I can, now when I speak to somebody, I try to look in their eyes and hear what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Just like the thread banger thing. It's been bothering me for like a month. I've been meaning to talk to you about it. Like it's just, I didn't, I had no feelings about it. Whatever. It's just, just so you know. yeah, I know. But you know, when you're like laying there at 3am and you're like, Oh yeah. fuck, I uh-huh. didn't do blah, blah, blah. You know? So I'm really trying and I am far from perfect. And I, uh, yes, back to the critic criticism from my friends. Yes. This is until you do this. And until you put yourself on blast and really up. share your inner demons, you can't really see what it could do to your mindset and how it could really mess with you in the middle of the night. Like, oh shit, am I going to offend somebody by comment, you know, A, B, or C? And yes, you will offend somebody with something (laughs) or somebody will not like you. And then right next to them is going to be somebody who fucking adores you. So we cannot please everybody. We can do our best and just try to do our best. That's it. We're just doing the best we can, man. Yeah, man. Before we get off this topic, I just want to give some quick tips for mm-hmm. DIY shadow work that you can do for free. Hold on. Let me just pull it back up again. So there's seven easy exercises that you can do to start working with your shadow. Embrace your shadow, it says. Seven shadow work exercises to embrace your shadow and heal your soul. Number one, journaling. Number two, noticing emotional reactions. Number three, engaging in inner dialogue. Number four, challenging conscious goodness. That's weird. Like, is that toxic positivity? I have no idea. It does that same gaslight thing to my brain. (laughs) Toxic positivity. Are you gaslighting yourself? (laughs) I have no idea anymore. I'm doing something over here. Sounds like a trauma (laughs) response. (laughs) Fucking beating myself over here over everything I've said and done. Go ahead. Number five, shadow work meditation. Number six, the three, two, one shadow process. I have no idea what that is, but I'm sure you can Google it. And number seven, shadow work affirmations. So those are all things you can Google. I I know maybe what half of them mean. I know how to journal. I think journaling is a very, very important process in life. And I've done it my whole life because I have done it my whole life. I took it for granted that other people like being on a boat have never done that before. Those are some free things that you can do to start working with your shadow. But if you are suffering from low self-esteem, I would do some other work first, like starting to go on daily walks, starting to listen to podcasts that are done by reputable therapists, starting to meditate, starting um, to eat healthier. Those are things that'll boost your self-confidence. Almost Your serotonin levels too, even if you're dancing it out in your room for 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes, dance it out in your room. Do a quick little jump around, you know, also put your phone away in the morning. The first thing that you review in the morning, that's going to set your freaking tone for the day. So if I were you, I'd be very careful with what you're allowing into your headspace first thing in the morning. And when I say that to you, I'm also saying that shit to me because I am guilty as F. It's easy to lay in bed and pick up your phone and start scrolling first thing in the morning. Also, if you are a person on Instagram and you see people, oh, I'm here. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm doing that. By the way, the FOMO showing you the shit that has been happening behind the scenes. And believe me, there is stuff. 
So never get sucked in that moment. Never get sucked in the fact that somebody's life is probably better than yours. Believe me, I would say that everybody has their fair share of shit. Even if you have a boat. Even if you got a yacht. <laughs> but it though. does help. It does help. It does it? it I don't does know. Okay, help. That's a whole different topic for another day. And on that beat... Thank you for listening to this episode of The Hot Cocoa Show. You can subscribe to our episodes anywhere your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. This is going to be a fucked up outro because the scissor, <laughs> like everything backwards in my mind. Uh, <laughs> if you want to subscribe, we do offer extended versions of our podcast, which, you know, a lot of the rants I just did about shit, those will end up in the extended cut. They very rarely make Make it into the public version. You also get ad-free content over on the subscription module. And we are about to start Workout Wednesdays. We will send you the link uh, in email form. You can watch it live. You can join us live. If you cannot join us at the time we're doing it live, we will post the video for subscribers only on our podcast feed. So that is gonna be that. Um, what else do I say? If you have topic suggestions, please DM us at Hot Cocoa Show on Instagram. And until next time, keep it fucking real. Keep it real, bitches. Fun Friday. Have a great weekend and do your shadow work. Boom shakalaka. Love you, Coco. Love you, love you. Bye. Bye.